This weekend is a big fight for UFC heads. UFC 263 is here. If you want to make bank, bro, you do it with DraftKings Sportsbook. And this weekend's fight, they got special odds boosts for all the below the belt listeners. Again, I always give you parlays. They boost the odds. The parlay for UFC 263 from your thick friend here. You got to take Izzy, Figueredo, and Muhammad all to win their fights. When they win their fights, you make extra money. All three have to win. So just head to the app now. Find the Brendan Shops picks under the odds boost tab. Doesn't matter if you're new or existing customer. Bet on it. Get your boosted odds and ride along with your boy. All new users download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BTB when you sign up. That's promo code BTB only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Cool. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T5K, this is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below. Hola, poppies! It is Monday afternoon, a little. What time is it, Chin? Noon? Exactly noon. Oh, damn. Look at that, man. It is noon. I am, when I say fresh off the plane, I am straight up fresh off the plane with that flight face and all, man. That (laughs) altitude. Well, get your face thick. Flew home this morning, 6 a.m. from Miami, poppies. Yeah, man. Where do we start? Where do we start? Um, you know, I was in Miami clearly for the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather fight on pay-per-view showtime in the lovely Hard Rock Stadium out there in Miami where the Miami Dolphins play. For some reason, I thought it was a uh, one of those uh, removal roofs like the Marlins. No, if it rains, it rains. And that's a problem. And that is a problem when it starts raining out there. It is a big problem. And I'm sure some of you guys that watch the fight um you know especially the badu jack uh the jared hurd fight there was some slippage going on there you never want that and i thought if the ring got so bad floyd would have been like man i'm i'm not doing this i'm not risking my 50 and 0 even though his record was online but still i'm not risking that to slip on some freaking rain during the shenanigans you know yeah there's all the people think they're real smart <laughs> so maybe it's not the best idea to have boxed outdoors in miami not expect rain question mark oh way to go dude yeah hell yeah dude good tweet man that's cool they had a cover though right they had like some sort of cover for the, the ring was covered rain. but it was like you know how it is yeah. like force gump says <laughs> a little wind. sideways rain big fat drop mm-hmm. rain you know it was like that sideways rain and uh yeah so that was interesting there's a bunch of x factors there i had my boy peter so whenever you see those uh whenever i'm doing stand-up on tour i always have my boy peter with me and we thought it was a good idea to bring peter uh with me to miami to get all the behind the scenes all the shenanigans that i do and uh we launched a new thick boy youtube channel you can subscribe to and we'll have a three-part series that's behind the scenes of floyd and uh logan paul and we got some dope stuff we had some really dope stuff he followed me like the i think the first episode dropped today so it's available now on thick boy youtube the first episode is i get there i surprise the guys at morning combat and then um i shoot that 
I think that, and maybe maybe it's the food truck day. I think it might be the food truck day where the the food truck I had. Oh no, that's Friday. Either way, so he goes with me all doing all the shenanigans, and then we, uh, then I did a uh, pop up spot at the Miami Improv. It was a Miss Pat show. Miss Pat show. She's so nice, man. Um, but it's fun. But you'll see all the content on there. It's some cool, cool stuff. Really, really cool stuff. You know, going into this thing, I didn't know, um, I wouldn't say I was that excited for it. You know, when, especially when I flew out on Thursday, I was like, hey, this would be cool. You know, it's a, it's a spectacle. It's an event. You know, I, I didn't think much about it. And then I, it, as the fight got closer, I got more excited. And I didn't realize uh, if someone would ask me how would this sell on pay-per-view. And I, I don't know how the numbers are. I know the system crashed because there's such a uh, demand for it. And I, and I know what the buys, the minimum buys are, which I probably can't release right now because Showtime's going to do that. But it, it went really well. If you would have asked me on Monday how many was sold, I, I could not have. I can't tell you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And then when I was doing the weigh-in show with uh, Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell, that thing they told me has got over 3.3 million views for a weigh-in show. I'm like, oh, snaps. They're hungry for the, for the Logan Paul Floyd fight. That was the first time it felt real. Trick Daddy came out on stage, performed some songs. Looks every bit of 60. All right. He's not keto. I want to prepare you guys. He's not keto. And he did not do Trick Loves the Kids. And I threw my headset down. He did one new song, which drove me nuts. For sure, just do the classics, my man. But that's when he knew it was the real deal. It was the real deal when it was there. When you're talking about how's this going to do, the biggest question is, and someone needs to figure this out, is... You know, I don't think the boxing hardcores are buying this, or if they, maybe some are, but you're not depend on them, you know, getting over a million pay-per-views. You're banking on Logan Paul's audience, which is a young audience. Can can you convert what you're doing digitally on YouTube into actual pay-per-view buys? Will this young audience convert into pay-per-view buys? It's determined. We'll see. I know. I know. There's a huge demand, but even 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 in a million, to me, that's not converting like it should. If you look at some of the numbers, like I, I saw one thing on CBS Sports morning that's just the highlights of it, and this was this morning at seven a.m. It's over eight million views. So if you can just convert, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not a great conversion. So they got to figure that out. There has to be a way to just do it on uh, YouTube Showtime and YouTube get get together and do it. You know. That's what they should do. It's it's a tricky it's a tricky thing, man. Yeah. So then, when I was out there too, Friday was I did a food truck diary remix because there's no food truck that we could get out there, so we did it poolside. So it's a poolside diary, and it's with Jake Paul and Woodley, who are fighting August 28th in Las Vegas, and we will get into that fight. My thought on that fight. So I sat down with both those gentlemen. You know, that's that's a, that's a fight fight. That's a fight fight. And at, especially on Friday, I felt like more people, you know, got announced. So more people were talking about that than even uh, Logan and Floyd. But so night of the fight, man. Night of the fight, my job was to, uh, I'm like the Logan guy, right? Have a relationship with him. I'd interview him in the locker room. Check in. Uh, if you were to get knocked out or couldn't continue the fight, cut, do whatever. And he goes back to the locker room. I interview him after what happened with the fight. And then I was basically the Mario Lopez of that thing where I was going, they gave me a list of celebrities and we hit up, you know, we check which ones we want to interview. And the list was insane. 
Inside, I mean, I've never seen a list like this. That's how you know it's a big time fight. You're talking top my number one. So they go, Hey, Brendan. So we're doing like the <laughs> pre production meeting. He goes, Is there anyone you'd like get starstruck by? I go, Not really, man. I've, I've, I've either seen everybody, I just don't give a fuck. And like, nobody, I was like, yeah, Tom Brady. If I saw Tom Brady, I'm like, Oh, damn, there's the goat. And they went, Wow, he's coming. I went, Tom Brady is like, Yeah, man, he's down to interview. I'm like, Oh, shit. That made me a little nervous. Tom doesn't like the rain. Tom didn't show up. Um, so Tom Brady was in there. But uh I'm trying to think Cardi B. Um, I mean, it was the list was in I mean, just if you name a celebrity, Rihanna, the list was nuts, man. If you name a famous person that they're on there, I'm like, Oh wow, this is insane. Pan two, we're going through walk through everything. Rain, rain, rain. I'm like, well, when am I supposed to do it? They're like, you know, you will get to it hopefully between the Jared Hurd and the Badu Jack fight, and then even between that. But the rain was like, nah, man, you, nah, we're not doing that. And celebrities melt in the rain apparently, and their faces fall off and makeup come off. So they decide not to go in the rain. So that got nicked. So uh, that's cool. That was cool. That was really cool. Uh, I've always been a fan of Deuces and Meryl. For the longest, I thought it was Deuces and Meryl. For the longest, and during uh, pre-production, like, all right, you're going to interview Logan Paul and then throw it to Deces and Meryl. And I'm like, uh, is that Deuces? They're like, no, it's Deces. I'm like, oh, word, it's Deces. So that was new. I thought it was Deuces for her. Dude, the nicest. I'm, I've always been a fan. Me and my brother both like them. Always been a fan. The nicest guys. In the, they're so good. And when they're on, they are on, dude. I was. I told my brother this. I was texting with him. I said, I was jealous because they have each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they're not like I'm a lone bird, man. You know, like obviously I have my Showtime Pete's that peeps there and Marlon Allo's there, you know, and, and guys are there. But the only guy who's like my guy guy is Peter, my camera guy. But other than that, like my I'm not I don't have my close friend, like Brian's not there, Theo's not there, like one of my guys that I that we can go on air and bounce off of. Like that's a dream for a comedy duo. So I was, I, I was, I was good for them, man. <clears throat> good for them. But you'll see Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter got him on camera. Cause you know, they did the uh, broadcast. I have my opinions on it too, but I love them too much to criticize them too much. So, but these guys, they get on and they start reading the, the mention, the, the fucking uh, comments. Oh, the comments right away. Okay. <laughs> and they were fired up. And then Peter's like, you want to say something to the camera? Wait till you see them go off okay. and literally off the top of their head like they're 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 talented like you know when you see like you'll see them on their tv show and i'm never like oh how do they do it like never i'm like oh i can't believe it. how that was so witty how do they do it that takes interesting it's a fun entertaining show but i'm never like how do they do it i don't know how they got there and then when you see them in person and it's just like oh yeah that wasn't by mistake these are two really really talented special dudes and the vibe and chemistry between them, that's why this works. Super special, guys. And so <clears throat> this is interesting. So they go, all right, you're going to – the deal is, is Deces and Merrill will interview Floyd Mayweather before he walks out, and you're going to uh, interview Logan Paul. I'm like, all right, cool, makes sense. Those Jake and him, my guys, and I guess Floyd's cool with them. You know, I get it. So I go in the locker room. Logan's getting his hands wrapped. They went to his hands gets wrapped. So I'm just talking with his team and uh, everybody. And then Floyd refuses to do the interview. Floyd didn't want to do the interview. And someone, I want to say it was maybe Custer, got in his ear. was like, dude, we need to do the interview. You know? Like, you, you, this is only going to help you. You're, if your goal is to sell pay-per-views, we're not trying to annoy you. This is going to help something. Someone talked him into it. And I didn't see the interview. Did anybody see it? It was pretty 
whatever, just ready to go. He was chill all, like, there was nothing outrageous the mm -hmm. entire time. This weekend is a big fight for UFC heads. UFC 263 is here. If you want to make bank, bro, you do it with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official, the only betting partner of the UFC. And this weekend's fight, they got special odds boosts for all the below-the-belt listeners. Again, I always give you parlays. They boost the odds. The parlay for UFC 263 from your thick friend here, you got to take Izzy, Figueredo and Muhammad all to win their fights. When they win their fights, you make extra money. All three have to win. Again, that's Izzy, Figueredo, Muhammad. And again, I have nothing. They're not boosting these odds, but Nate Diaz as a dog, not a bad thing to throw 100 bucks on and make a quick 500. Tough fight for him, but it's always fun to bet on Nate Diaz. All right. So just head to the app now. Find the Brendan Shops picks under the odds boost tab. Doesn't matter if you're new or existing customer. Bet on it. Get your boosted odds and ride along with your boy. All new users download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BTB when you sign up. Bet on my parlay of fighters to win Saturday night, UFC 263. Take advantage of my special odds boost. That's promo code BTB only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Cool. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Blue Chew. Listen, man, you got to have confidence in the sack. You got to be like Logan Paul before a fight. Know you're going to get the job done. Be calm, cool, collected. If you want to bring that same energy into the sack, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form, all right? Fraction of the cost as well. Take any time, day or night, plan ahead, ready whenever it's time to go, all right? The process, super easy. Sign up, bluechew.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you receive a prescription within days. It's all done online. It's made in the U.S. of A, all right? So if you could benefit from extra confidence in the sack, Blue Chew can help. And I got a deal for you guys. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code SHAUB, S-C-H-A-U-B, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code SHAUB, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details, important safety information, and I thank Blue Chew for being part of the podcast. So back to Logan. So in his locker room, I've been in a million locker rooms in my life between football, lacrosse, wrestling fighting a million locker rooms i have never whether it was in middle school high school college professional football major division one football big time ufc i have never in my life i've been around some fucking studs man ever in my life been in a locker room like logan paul's ever especially of a magnitude of that fight i know you guys are like, oh you're just because he's he's your friend i'm telling you dude Ask Peter, ask it. I'm sure he'll, he'll, you'll see some of it on the, the vlog. It was, there was such a like, no fucks given vibe. I'm talking, you would have thought he was going out to do Dancing with the Stars. Like he, there was, there was no nervousness. There was no, like, if you've ever been in a UFC locker room, like guys are scared, dude. Like it, you're going to find another professional train killer, man. Like, and there's, there's a, there's such an intensity and everyone's warming up and get, 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 get. And there's coaches and everyone with cauliflower and the fucking tap out shirts and their black belts around the goddamn nuts. So it's like so intense. 
And this room, and I'm not, I'm not even trying to make this for to make this more entertaining story. They they had that Zen music, you know, like 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 you're in a, a yoga studio, meditation. This weird goat, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And Jake goes, yeah, that's what we do, man. I'm like, what? And I'm like, how is nobody? Do you know what you're going to do? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how is no one? You're not freaking out because I, I figured, you know, he only has two fights. Never won a fight. Never won a box fight. I figured. I would go in there and everyone would just be like, oh my God, what are we doing? You know, like there'd be some sense of urgency or like, I don't know, his whole team's there, his parents are there, his brothers there, his friends are there, his videographers there, you know, and everyone's just like, like you're waiting for a goddamn birthday party. It, I've never, and I was like, this is either really good or you guys have no clue what you're signing up for, man. And then Logan's and I figured I and I he didn't want uh, anyone filming was getting his hands wrapped and I'm like oh god maybe he, th this is him like how, when have you ever heard Logan Paul doesn't want a camera I'm like oh maybe this is where the nerves kick in and then he gets done he's like what's up dog let's do it and I go dude how the fuck are you so chill right now he's like I don't know this is what I do like I don't I don't know man maybe it's just. He's like, I literally feel no pressure. I he's like, when I say I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy's walking the walk, man. Cause you know, when he tells me that, you know, on food trucks, I'm like, yeah, right. I've been in those locker rooms, man. I'm like, yeah, right, bullshit. I'm fucking telling you guys, man. I don't know if it's an ego thing, just or whoever his mental coach is, whoever is working on his mental game, hire that guy and pay him whatever it, I'm telling I, I was like, this is mind-blowing dude how relaxed he is so we do the interview goes great right i think they showed that on the broadcast we do the interview favorite line he goes look at us man i think i think they showed her it was off here he goes look at us just two podcasters man He's like look at the fuck we're doing i was like yeah it's it's crazy dude it's nuts uh <clears throat> so he goes you know he's, he's like all right man i'll see you out there i'm like all right dude and then he goes I, I i'm hoping the nerves come when i'm like walking out do you think they'll come when i'm walking out? i'm like I don't know, dude. You're and I kept. That's why you, if you see the post I post today, you can bring it up to you on my Instagram. I keep calling him an alien because it's not normal in any facet in competition what he's doing. Like this is alien shit. Yeah. Oh, win. What the fuck, Brendan? <laughs> what the fuck? It's a win. It's a win. What's wrong with you guys? I don't know. I don't know. It's not. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking alien. <laughs> That's always said. Here's what's crazy, then. So that, that so, so the first two he's feeling out. That fourth, fifth, and sixth, he, that's the best he has trying to take you out. He's fucking chill. Unreal. You guys should be fucking stoked. I don't know, dude, bro. He's not stoked yet. All right. Okay. He's looking at him. You guys be stoked. Yeah. 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 This is what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Doesn't care. Literally doesn't. I mean, I'm, when I, talk, I don't know what it is. I, don't, I mean, maybe because they grew up with cameras since they were like fucking 10. That's a good point. So, and so they're just like this. There, there's no moment big enough. Like, I don't I don't know. There's literally no moment that's going to get these guys out of their comfort zone. And like even then, I thought I'd walk back then. They'd be jumping around in champagne and I know he was stoked inside the ring and stuff, and his brother, you know, was doing his thing. And even his brother's like, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and that's why I was like, "Where's he at?" Because I don't. It's all. It's quiet back then. I go, "Dude," and he's like, "I know, man, crazy, right?" I'm like, "I need more energy out of you, Bubba. <laughs> what the fuck?" 
like you, you know and for this this narrative i don't know what online saying and i don't give a flying fuck but the narrative that logan paul didn't come out a winner on this thing is nuts dude nuts you're talking about a kid who's never won a boxing match who was oh and one for god's sakes against another youtuber fights the greatest boxer of our generation maybe of all time who's 50 and oh it's eight rounds and not only did he not get demolished it went the goddamn distance. Now, if there's judges in that fight, did he win that fight? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying from a Logan Paul standpoint, this is such a major win, major win. Now, to that point, I can't tell. Uh, when you, they say ringside, I could have licked that goddamn mat. I was so close. When I say Floyd looked every bit of 44, I'm telling you, dude, father time was like, hey, Floyd, why don't I keep doing this? You're 44. His just his reflexes and instinct, it just wasn't there. And so this is actually the perfect storm for Logan. And this was the big uh, X factor for him where I, I was basing my prediction off of Floyd who fought Connor, which was 2017, I think. Is that right? Oh, look. So that's a, that's a long time ago, dude. I was basing my prediction off that. So, you know, fucking what, four or five years ago, four, four, right? 17, 18, 19, yeah, 21, right. five, five years ago. That's all. When you're 44, 39 to 44, it's a big difference. So it, it caught up with him a little. And I think the, the combination of being 44, losing a few steps, and then F Logan Paul was way bigger, looked like fucking Hulk Hogan in there compared to him. So Chris Hemsworth. So when you can put all that together, probably not hitting as hard, not as powerful, not as quick. Logan's a big guy. You put all that together, that's why it went to decision. That's why it went to decision. And he, here's my other thing uh, on Logan. I want you guys to go back and watch any any fighter, their first two fights. I want you to watch their first two fights and see how clumsily the footwork, the head movement, there's no feints. They're bashing to each other. It looks more like a f shit wrestling match, but they can't throw punches. It's a nightmare. For Logan Paul to have, now this is his third fight, right? He had a draw, the loss, now this. For him to look like that in his third fight against Floyd Mayweather is nutsos. That's why I call him an alien. A, he doesn't give a flying fuck about how he did, and he, nerves don't get to him. And then also B, for only have three fights, and you're fighting in front of millions and millions of people, and the nerves didn't get to you, even in it. When, I'm talking when Floyd's walking out, he's looking on, ah, uh, uh, and then he's looking at his coach. He's like, yeah, I mean, what's the worst going to happen? I'm like, what the fuck? This kid, ignorance is bliss, man. This guy doesn't know. I was so nervous for him, but it's nuts. It's nuts. Before the fight, I had a, a conversation with his dad. So his dad and mom are back there, and they're getting their hands wrapped, and he's getting geared up, and Jake's back there doing his thing, you know, with his brother, giving him tips. And his dad comes over to me and he's just like, man, I just want to, you know, thank you. And we're, I'm talking to his dad. I can tell his dad's nervous. His dad, the parents were nervous, rightfully so. The parents were nervous. Jake was nervous. Jake was really nervous, which is, uh, we'll get to that. Jake was really nervous. To, for, he goes, I get way more nervous for my brother fight than I do. He goes, I'm like my brother. When he fights, I'm the same. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you guys are psychos. But so his dad was nervous. So I'm talking to his dad. And his dad's talking about, 
you know, the difference between Jake and him and, you know, where they're at and what I think is going to happen. And I told him, I said, you know, I was trying to make him more at ease from my perspective. I said, the good thing is, is he's fighting a 44-year-old who's l l way lighter. So it's if he does get hurt, it's not going to be a. It's not like he's fighting Francis and Ghana. He's not. He's not going to get hurt to the point where he's going to get flatlined and he's going to get carried on a stretcher. So maybe he gets hurt to the body or something like that if that were to happen. But you guys have won. Like you've won, man. You guys should. No matter what happens tonight, you guys should be stoked because your son has won. The amount of money, and I knew where the minimum pay per views they're at. But when I was talking to his dad, the minimum I knew how much money Logan was going to get. So the amount of money that he's going to get to take on this fight, which is a, a spectacle, an entertainment fight, but for him to even get that from YouTube to this is insane. And this is what I told his dad. And your son never has to do this again. Ne he can walk away for the rest. Never, you're not, you don't have to see him go through this ever. You guys don't have to do this. That's the other great thing. No matter what happens, he never has to do this again. It's all good. Worst case, he gets dropped. You guys get out of here. Fucking few a ton of money and he never has to do this again you never have to go through this again you know yeah the parents are nervous that jake was super nervous super nervous super super nervous i in out of any fight i've ever been to working for showtime even the connor floyd fight <clears throat> you'll see i don't know if they show it on the broadcast during the sixth or seventh round i walk out and i leave ringside to get out because I, I get anxiety, especially from all the, you know, you see the terrible shit on the news and shootings and blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. People getting trampled, stuff like that. The security was pretty loosey-goosey because I've never seen around, like, the, like usually there's cameras and the cameras are there. But there was, like, Logan's entire team. I'm talking to everyone. I mean, even cousins, nephews. The, the entire team, security, friends. And then, you know, you got Floyd's entire, te entire team here. And then you just had random people there wasn't an inch and i'm looking around like man if something pops off what the fuck what am i gonna do and then there's a swarm of people behind me swarm of people on the side i'm like we're not gonna be able to get out man and then my head starts going crazy and i was like i looked at because they give they assign everybody a security guard i go hey dude after the sixth round i'm gonna walk and watch it from back there he's like what we got ringside seats i'm like i know dude i'm not enjoying this though i'm not enjoying this i'm gonna watch it we can see on the big screen from back there I've never, I've never seen anything like that, man, ever, ever. And I'll tell you this right now. I don't know what the odds are. I'd give it minus 400 for Logan Paul's security team to beat up Floyd Mayweather's. Floyd's are just, they're just big. You know, if there's gunfire, they're going to take them and keep going like fucking grizzlies. Logan's team are prof professional assassins, like, like legit fighters and like assassins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it went down, I was like, you guys are minus 400, man. My money's on you guys if shit goes down. He's like, we come in peace. You know those scary guys with the weird accent? He's like, we come in peace. I'm like, my ass. My ass, you come in peace. It was uh, it was uh, an experience, man. It was definitely an experience. I'm glad I was part of it. Though, despite how you feel about Logan and Jake, I do think they're good for the game. Um, I, I think Jake in particular, who really rides on the fact that fight or pay, He'll, he'll go at Dana. He doesn't give a fuck. Fighter pay. Fighter should be paid more. You don't need, there shouldn't be a middleman. You should have no promoter controlling you, saying what you can do, you know? So I, he, he's fighting the good fight in that sense. He's also, name a fighter of that caliber who has that many followers, that many eyeballs, gets that many interviews, who's talking about fighter pay. Mm -hmm. They can't. 
because in the UFC, they get shut down. So for him to do that, even you hardcores out there, you got to respect that. You got to respect that because nobody else is doing it. And that's his, like, he'll, he'll constantly bring it up in all interviews. Brought up on Food Truck, you'll see. Things drop this Thursday. So two, two Food Trucks this week. Thursday's Jake Paul, Friday's Woodley. We don't want to sit on those because by the time, if we wait till the fight, you know, we, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, it's, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good experience. I'll put it that way. It was, it was cool. It was cool to see. I wish I could figure out how Logan gets to that space of no fucks given. Never seen it in any professional athlete ever in my entire life. I, have, I don't know what it is. I was thinking about on the flight here. It has to be him growing up since he was eight or ten with cameras in his face. And he just like, what? People are watching? Yeah, no shit. Like, I don't care. That doesn't put pressure on me. It's very strange, man. I'm sure Peter got on his cameras. Just a different vibe. Just a different dude. Very strange. Very strange. Um, but yeah, they announced Jake and uh, Woodley. August 28th, Vegas, they're thinking. That's a fight fight, isn't it? And here's what's interesting about that fight is Jake knows what kind of risk that fight is, right? Woodley's no punk. So when people go, I want to see him fight a boxer. He's had three fights. Stop this nonsense. Again, any of your favorite boxers, watch their first three fights. They're fighting guys that worked at Starbucks. They're, they weren't even fighting real fighters. Woodley's a real motherfucking fighter. Woodley is a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest welterweights of all time. He's getting a gold jacket, has power in his hands. He's been boxing since, I think, at wild card since, like, fucking 2011. You know, he's a he's a he's a monster dude, and everyone's gonna go. Yeah, but he's lost his last four. Yeah, three of them were against pure grapplers. And my thing on this is this fight is predicated on how much does Woodley want it? Does Woodley want to be in there? Is he looking to win or is it a paycheck? Because what we realized with Ben, remember, I went hard for Ben, even though you know I'm a fan of Jake, but Ben's UFC alumni, and I thought it'd be good for the sport if Ben won, but. Ben didn't care, you know, going in. If, if I would have known where his mindset was going out fight, like, yeah, I'm just looking for a paycheck. Dude. It's not a big deal. Oh, I can't pay you to win, man, because Jake's foaming at the dick to knock people out and make a name in boxing. There's a difference. The kid has talent, too. Trains his ass off. That's power in his hands. You can't box and you don't want to be there. It's a nightmare. And we saw what happened. So for Woodley, I'd, and where there's no way we're going to get um, – any sort of answer, you know, you'll see on food truck, I'm trying to get at him. He says all the right things, right? You'll see on food truck. He's like, no, I want this. And he says what was going on during his UFC, uh, you know, when he lost the last four and what exactly was going on, which is interesting. But I don't think anybody's going to know except for Woodley, if he actually wants this fight, how bad he wants it. Because if he doesn't want as bad as Jake, Woodley will lose this fight via knockout. And again, Jake knows how dangerous fight is. The deal is it's an automatic rematch for Woodley. So if Jake beats him, or I'm sorry, if Woodley were to beat him, it's an automatic rematch for Jake. Now, if Jake starches him, I don't know. But I'll tell you this right now, Floyd's not fighting Jake. That ain't happening. I think, I think Floyd announced he's done with these exhibitions. And I, and I, I do think Floyd realized, you know, I'm 44. Like, what am I? I'm 44. I'm in here. You know, it was interesting. I think I think he announced he's done with this stuff, which is smart. What are you gonna do? Keep doing it to one of these guys beat you, you know? So did you watch were you able to watch it, Chin? Of course. Really? Yeah. You didn't have any issues with the 
the pay, the pay, this pay-per-view buying. I know people I guess people are having some issues. And here here's the 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 chatter around the cooler of the Showtime it's peeps is pay-per-view the the link shut down, right? Mm-hmm. They said there's damn near 2 million people almost at the fi- around the same time, same time in like a minute or so trying to buy the pay-per-view. So they're they just weren't set up for it. Yeah. So hopefully some of those people still stayed on. But you had no issues, right? I don't know anybody who had issues. And my girl bought it. She's like, yeah, we had no problems. I went, yeah. when did you buy it? She's like, early. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty smart. But you're right about that because I remember one of the UFC fights Paper I tried to get. I tried to get. I never it. wait until it's like, as soon as the prelims end, if you try and buy it, that's what everybody's doing. I do it like morning of. Okay. I get it and I have no issues. But I didn't buy the pay-per-view because of that because I couldn't get it the first couple times. So I didn't buy it. So people do do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll pass on it. Mm-hmm. And then you know what happens after that. Your friend gives you something. Yeah, you're talking <laughs> you about might see illegal, something, yeah. Illegal Not that. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you, dog. Mm-hmm. Let's take a little bit of a break, kid, because a lot of chatter online about people losing their hair. That's right. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. Look at your boy Floyd. Had to get plugs, dog. Don't be that. Save the hair that you got. More than 50 million men in the U.S. of A. suffer from male pattern baldness. All right? There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. All right? Low-cost treatments start just $10 per month. Keep offers generic versions, all right? Discreet little package. Nobody has to know. Try and get that razor Ramon hair, man. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Keep what you got, man. Treatments can take four to six months, so you better get on it. If your hair's leaving, you better get on it, dude. Don't complain to me when you're like George Costanza. That's on you, dude. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BTB. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash B-T-B. Get your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash B-T-B to get your first month free. Keeps dot com slash B-T-B. Listen, man, whenever you're starting something new, it can be nerve-wracking. Wouldn't you like to know beforehand whether it's going to work out or not? That's where Credit Karma comes in. Credit Karma can give you more confidence before you make a big decision. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you're more likely to get approved for so you don't have to worry about it, man. You can apply with confidence. They use uh, your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations, whether you want cash back, travel rewards, all right, you got debt. Credit Karma can help you find offers that fit your goals. With a selection of options and improve odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. Credit Karma. Apply with comments. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast where you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. Yeah, I, uh, I was out there too with my boy uh, Stack and Barnes. They're great. You know, they have yeah. the, all the smoke podcasts, went to dinner with Barnes and stuff. And they're at the fight and they, they walk in the back and uh, Stack goes, what's your take? Give me your take right now. I go, I mean, Lo- Logan d- did way better than I thought, man. Decision. And he goes, right. Mm-hmm. He was like, right. He's like, that's my take, man. He's like, but everybody around me shit on Logan. And he was, I could hear the broadcast shit on Logan the whole time. Love the guys. Morrow, Deces, Marrow. But I it, it I think there's a bias right for Floyd and for boxing that that that's going to paint a certain narrative and that's probably what's going on online too. Like once those guys, whether experts or not or comedians, 
once they put a narrative out, the sheep are going to jump on that narrative, and that's 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 the word, you know. So being a commentator, and I, you know, whether you know it or not, is very important because you're 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 painting the narrative of the fight. So, yeah. <laughs> I think Stacks even went on ESPN saying like Floyd should. I think this is what he said. Floyd should be embarrassed by that performance. I, I know. The, I'll tell you right now. The 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 fans were upset in the arena. Like by seventh round, they're like, knock him out, knock him out. And then I'm by Logan's team. They're like, yeah, Logan Paul. So I'm like, no, 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 they're saying knock him out. They're like, no, Logan Paul. I'm like, I'm telling you, Serena's not shouting Logan Paul. They're saying knock him out. I saw a thing Espinosa sent to me on Twitter. There's a a state-by-state vote on who they're going for. I think there's four states rooting for Logan Paul. Like like Floyd was the, the, you know, the – not the heel for the first time yeah. in his career. Like everyone's because, you know, bo- he was representing boxing. And if you go, you know, and ask Logan this in the locker room, like all the pressures on Floyd, man, you, you're this YouTuber is 0-1. It, it's up to him to carry the legacy of boxing. You know, it, the, all the pressure on him. Did he represent boxing well? You know, I, I don't, he definitely didn't hurt it. You know, he didn't hurt it. He's also 44 years old and it finally caught up with him. It caught up with him, man. It just, you know, he has to be very, I don't think, I, I'm almost positive he announced he's not doing it anymore. You, you, you know, you start, like, can you get dicey Jake land some of those shots on you that Logan did? You know, hits a little different. Or you fight somebody else. Yeah, 44, dude. And what? And how much money do you need? You got the OnlyFans shit on now and say, what are we doing, dude? But yeah, that, that Jake and what Woodley fight to me is so interesting. Because, you know, this is completely different level than anything Jake's fought. Yeah. Woodley is a animal. And is also, again, I can't emphasize enough, is wildcard train. I'm talking hardcore, sparring in there, real boxers. Wildcard train doesn't have to worry about takedowns. It's by far the most dangerous fight, by far, not even close, the most difficult, dangerous fight Jake could take. And that's also why there's a clause in the contract. If Woodley beats him, he's automatic rematch. He knows how dangerous it is. And there is a respect there, too. But in the even in the press conference, Jake goes, put your money where your mouth is. Let's, let's bet our purses. And I don't think Woodley was no, going to do it. No, he didn't, know. I don't give away all the stuff on the pool truck diaries, but Woodley also stated how much he is going to make. It's the most he's ever made in a single fight. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, for people like Kate on – you know Floyd or or Woodley or even the Paul brothers. It's it's called prize fighting. It's called prize fighting. The prize is money, and you want the most money possible. You want the most money possible with the easiest job. That's what Floyd's doing. And so for any of these former UFC fighters to get the opportunity, whether it's Jake, Logan, any of these YouTubers that have this massive fan base, because you're going to get the money. It's like winning the lottery. It's like winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. And Woodley gives the backstory. It's 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 it goes way deeper than him just coming into the locker room and Jake's team talking shit to him. The the shit talk between those two guys started way before that. And you'll you'll see it on Food Truck. It's an interesting story. Long story. I was like, all right, wrap it up, brother. But uh long story. But it's good. Like he's like, no, no, no. That he's like, we had we had issues before that. And he goes back how he went to Floyd's birthday party and he they get into it. It's 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 interesting. I dropped Friday. Jake's on Thursday. Two food trucks. A lot of content this week. And then all the three-part series behind the scenes. Oh, drops on the Thick Boy channel. Finally got my own YouTube channel, man. <laughs> Finally. Been in the game for about eight years, nine years. 
Theo, Brian, or not Brian, Brian doesn't know YouTube, but Theo, Chris, everyone makes fun of me not having my own YouTube. I don't know. I always put everything on Fire and the Kid, man. You gotta remember, Fire and the Kid's my baby. Yeah. Like that's, I just put everything on there, throw traffic on there. And like, how do you not have your own? I'm like, I don't, that kind of is my own. And then if Brian wants to toss something on their chin, like just all our shit, man. Like yeah. that's how I viewed it. But then I can't, you know, I don't like to keep tossing my stand up or my gym behind the scenes and this stuff just on Fire and the Kid. So like, yeah, get your own shit. That's, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So you get, you know, we have a thing on there that I do at Zoo, the 600-pound deadlift uh, behind the scenes is on there. So there's going to be a bunch of Zoo content, behind the scenes lifting with Mark and Chappelle. It's going to be, you know, behind the, behind the scenes of the comedy tours, like longer vlogs when I'm on the road, uh, which you have a ton of dates to announce. And uh, another special announcement with that. And then behind the scenes, you know, with the Logan Paul stuff and all the other fights I do, I'm sure I'll be part of the Jake and Woodley stuff. So it's going to be dope, man. My, I'll post stand-up on there. I'm just going to toss all my stuff on there instead of just, you know. Yeah. That's the plan. Eight years in the game. Finally got my own YouTube <laughs> channel, baby. Uh, yeah. And then also, you know, you got UFC 263 this week. I've thought about UFC in a hot second. We also had the UFC this past weekend, too, that's kind of just like went under the radar. Yeah, you think? Yeah. My boy Latifi's still doing the goddamn thing. I saw his fight, and then I also saw the very uh, the very last seconds of Rosenstruck getting that knockout. He needed that, man. He needed that, especially after that last loss. He needed that. Tibera's a beast. God, Walter Harris falling on hard times, huh? It's a bummer, dude. You want that guy to win so bad. Too. Yeah, you root for him, right? Yeah. I like him. My girl, Montana Della Rosa, Denver's finest. What's up? Holla. She's a little beast, man. Ponsonabio slowly coming back. Man, how fucking dangerous he was. Too. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, flew, flew way under the radar. But this week's not flying under the radar. I don't, wow. I don't feel like it is. I mean, Nate Diaz coming back? I mean, it kind of does a little bit because all the attention was on Logan Paul Mayweather. But now, I'm going three hours back. of sleep. I don't know what's under the radar anymore. <laughs> great. I, I mean, great card. Dope card. Really good card yeah. from top to bottom, man. You, you, the prelims are st stacked too. But uh, for the main card, you kick off with Paul Craig, who's a, I want to say he's Scottish. Pretty sure he's from Scotland. Like uh, fucking Braveheart. Scottish. Yep, Scott, Scottish. He's a beast, man. Super beast. Mm -hmm. Love when he fights. Uh, Damien Maia has a tough task. Tough task. You know, after if you see what happened with him with Gilbert Burns, where Gilbert Burns just rocked him, and that catapulted Gilbert B Burns in another universe as far as ranking-wise. Uh, I'm glad to see Muhammad get this. Obviously, Muhammad's last fight got poked in the eye, right, yeah. with Leon Edwards. That was just a shit deal. And then Leon Edwards is on this card. Uh, Leon Edwards, I would assume whoever wins, whether it's Leon or Nate, is getting a title shot. That's the next guy to fight Kamaru Usman. Now, I'm pretty sure they announced Kamaru versus Colby's pretty finite. Yep. They announced mm -hmm. that. So you got that. So that the winner of Nate Leon is for sure going to fight for a title. Because there's no way. And remember, Nate asked for Leon Edwards. Mm -hmm. That's how gangster Impressive, Nate is. Impressive, dude. Gangster. Again, he's 37, 36. You know, he's getting up there, man. Remember the last time he fought? You talking about Nate? Hot, yeah, hot second ago. Hot second ago. He's been fighting for, uh, oh, damn near 36. 16 years. 17, 16 years. Mm -hmm. November 2019. Oh, I'm thinking of that Connor fight. Yeah, he beat Pettis, beat Jorge Masvidal. 
Uh, I'm sorry, he lost yeah, to Jorge. Yeah. That's right, he, he lost bad. That's the thing, he lost bad to Jorge. To that BMF thing. Dude, and Leon Edwards is no punk. No punk. I'm, I'm super impressed that he actually wants to fight Leon. That's insane. Yeah, I, I think the only... A, he wants to fight him. B, he knows if he beats him, he's going to title shot. I would almost... I don't know, but I could. I would almost guarantee just the way the business works. Nate goes, hey, if I beat Leon, will I get a title shot? And the UFC is like, what? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Beat him, will you get a title shot? Good luck. And, you know, he's a plus 500 for a reason. Leon Edwards is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Really, only, if you look at his record, really only has one loss. It was Kamar Usman early on in his career. He had a split decision. That other one was a DQ. Mm-hmm. So split decision, that, that could go either way. I'm not, that, that doesn't count. The, the, the Kamara one's a real loss. That's how much of a badass Kamara Usman is. But uh, him versus Kamara again would be fantastic. But again, Nate Diaz, you know, that Jorge one's a tough matchup for him. But Leon Edwards ain't going to, you know, he's not going to grapple and stuff like that. Leon Edwards, pure striker, man. Leon Edwards, big boy, though. Real welterweight. You know, Nate Diaz, you know, beat up Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis, 55er. Leon Edwards, real welterweight. Real badass. Awful matchup for Nate. But there's a part of me as a betting man when I look at the you know the betting odds, Nate Diaz as a plus five hundred. I'm not mad at it, DraftKings. I'm not mad at it. Now I didn't toss it into my UFC two sixty three DraftKings uh, parlay. I didn't do that because he is so much of a dog. But I do think there you know you toss a hundred win five hundred. Not a bad gig, man. For Nate Diaz, pretty fucking game. And, it, and here's the other thing that this is something the fans should know, and the hardcores know this for sure. There's three five five minute rounds on, on the last three fights. So Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz is five fives, which again, Nate goes, I'll fight Leon Edwards. I ain't fighting him for three. That's a nightmare for me. If you give me five, because remember, Nate starts slow, he's a tidal wave, gets better as the fight goes on. So he's hoping with his marathon ass, ultra th- marathon ass, that third, fourth, and fifth. He can weather the storm and start to take over. Be tough. You know, it's a, it's a tough. There's a reason why he's a, a plus 500, but it, anytime Nate Diaz is a dog that big, I, I usually bet on him. I, I know it's a risk, but I, I would bet on him. I don't know how he gets it done. Leonard was better at everything, but maybe step for traditional boxing. Obviously, way better on the ground, but he doesn't really have that traditional wrestling background, so it's tough to get guys down there. Gun to the head, betting on it, I'd say Leonard would finish him uh, under four. Tough fight for Nate. Very tough fight for Nate. Uh, co-main event is pure fucking fire. Yeah. Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno. I'm sure most fans weren't familiar with Brandon Moreno before the, his last fight against Figueroa. One of the fights of the year. Amazing fight. I think this one could live up to what the first one was just because Figueroa realized the mistakes he made. Also took the fight. This should Again, you guys should know this. When he took that fight, it was on a 21-day turnaround. It's tough to do at his. He's a big ass flyweight, dude. Big flyweight. So do it. Turn around in 21 days. There's gonna be some issues there, cardio wise, stuff like that. So you got a full blown camp, full blown healthy Figueroa. He's gonna realize what Brand Moreno brings to the table. Obviously, Brand is gonna make some changes. That's a that's a formula for pure fucking fire, man. And I love Figueroa at flyweight. We've never, you know, I love Mighty Mouse, but we've never had a guy like Figueroa where one punch can put a guy out. And then also his grappling, he's a fucking monster. So I'm a Figueroa fan, man. I do see him winning this fight, and that's why he's part of the parlay. He's part of the Brendan Shaw parlay. When you go to DraftKings, 
Click on the tab, Brendan Schaub. You got to pick Leon. Uh, no, you got to pick. I have my boy Muhammad. So I have Muhammad over Damian Maya via knockout. I have Muhammad, I have Figueredo, and Izzy Adesanya. Because I went back on the plane I downloaded. I had uh, I watched Izzy versus the first fight against uh, Marvin Vittori. I don't know how the fuck that was a split decision. I mean, Izzy clearly won two rounds. I mean, clearly won two rounds. Clearly. That's not a split decision fight. So he beat him back then. Now, granted, both guys have gotten better, but I told you this. If you go back and watch, when Izzy lost to uh, Blockovich, Mm -hmm. Jan Blockovich, I said, shot for the moon, landed on the stars. I I never hate on a guy you know, shooting for for something that hasn't been done. What he's doing is insane because he's trying to get to John Jones. Didn't happen. All good. I feel sorry for the next guy he has to fight. That's the first thing I said after that. Because you're going to get a vintage Izzy, and he's going to put Marvin away. He's going to light him up like a fucking Christmas tree. That's what I think is going to happen. Izzy didn't get to this level, you know, and if you think his confidence is shook because he lost to Jan, you're out of your goddamn mind. Also, the first three rounds of that fight, Izzy was doing pretty fucking good until he got taken down. So for Marvin, you know, Wrestling's not in his pedigree, but he can double leg and wrestle, which we saw in his last fight. But he, you know, he's not at that level where if he can hit a double leg, run the chain, you know, and and, and chain wrestle. So that's not good enough to get uh, Izzy at middleweight down. It's not good enough to give him problems. Izzy at middleweight, people, y'all must have forgot his takedown defense is a fucking monster. That's why he's the best we have to offer. So you got to take him down in the middle of the cage. That's what Jan was able to do. Uh, Jan's basically a fucking heavyweight. Let's be real. So he got him down. All right, fair enough. He kept him down. Didn't do much damage, did he? But if Marvin thinks he can run Izzy and take him down against the cage, it's going to be a long night for him. I think Izzy lights his ass up. So again, my parlay, you got to pick Izzy, Figueroa, and uh, Muhammad to win that money. They boost your odds like crazy. All three have to win. I think all three are going to win. All three are favorites. And then if you're a degenerate better like me, you're going to toss some money on Nate Diaz. That dude betting on a plus five hundred is tough, tough. It's fucking tough. But if you're gonna bet on anyone, Nate Diaz is the dog, man. You gotta hope he can. He doesn't get finished in the first three, in the fourth and fifth. He somehow pulls it out. Nate Diaz is a dog, man. I'm excited for Drew Dober, Brad Riddle. That's a fucking firefight. Another one that has fireworks all over it. Eric Anders versus Darren Stewart is a phenomenal fight. Lauren Murphy. John Caldwell is a good one. Um, Hakeem's a monster at featherweight. Love watching Hakeem fight. Uh, Chase Hooper, Ben Askren's little brother. So that's cool. It's a good card, man. Mm. I'm stoked for it. Yeah. What do you got, Jin? First one, I don't know if you know any inside stuff about this, but Aaron Hawani apparently leaving ESPN. Or he actually he is leaving ESPN. I think June 15th is his last day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I read something down here that looked interesting. Hawaii said he's not quite ready to announce what his future will hold. Outkirk reported he had discussion with Metal Arc Media and Showtime shortly thereafter. New York Post Post report Hawaii said to the Action the Action Network. I don't never heard of that. But later the same report tweeted that no deal is in place he had published incorrectly. But I saw Showtime in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Um, but that's pretty crazy. So his contract was up in three years, and I guess he's saying that he could have stayed, but he saw other opportunities that looked better. Interesting. I've yeah. heard different. Yeah. I mean. I'm, I'm sure, obviously, the risk between him and Dana is tough. 
you know without a doubt you know great great reporter you know great journalist definitely yeah, yeah one, one of the best you know uh yeah, he should just do his own thing he should create his own shit yeah that's how he came i don't know who, he has all the contacts just you know it's great he basically created mma fighting yeah but he didn't own it he fucked up because he didn't own any of it so he just could go do that do his own thing he, he really shouldn't sign with anybody probably more money in it too if you just way more yeah. not not at, obviously there's no guarantees and nothing at yeah. the start but in a year with his contacts and the exclusive big yeah big fan base the yeah. exclusive you know interviews and stuff he gets and he bre can break news and stuff um i think it'd be way better yeah all right we'll see what happens good luck to him mm -hmm. good news john bones jones he hired someone named richard schaefer as his advisor and this guy helped build de la hoya canelo hopkins all these people and he's like super, super well involved into the pay-per-view business. Here's the most uh, interesting thing about this is him and Dana get along. Yeah, they like each other. Dana actually respects him. So if we're going to yeah. get, get a deal done, it, this will get it done. And that's Dana White's Dana White on John Jones retaining Richard Schaefer. I like Richard. I've known Richard for a long time. He built Golden Boy. He built that company. He knows what he's doing. He's a smart guy. I like and respect him. If we can get something done, we will. Agree. Yeah. This is a step in the right direction because- you know, I think he was with uh, Mal Malky, right? Malky Cow. He was my, who I actually saw in uh, Miami and spoke to for a while, but I won't tell you what he told me. Uh -huh. But yeah, um, obviously the, the the deal wasn't get done there. So hopefully this guy can get it done. It looks like it's in, it's going to happen now. The way this guy talks, he seems like a guy that would easily work well. He gets the model well too. Yeah, and he, I, I read his interview. He gets the model. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I know what the UFC deals are and what John, what, what he thinks he's worth, and we're going to find something that works. Okay. But so at least, you know, Dana's open to the discussion. Yeah, which is great. Uh, here's one little tiny setback, though. So John Jones is going to take a little bit more time, and a, probably another year, to get to the heavyweight. Man, I'm telling you, I've only been the skinny one in my family. Becoming a proper heavyweight is a lot more difficult than I ever anticipated. I want to do it right. Hmm. Yeah, another thing, you know, by him taking all this time off, I don't think he's going to have like five fights as a heavyweight. I think we're getting one or two super fights, and he's retiring. Yeah. By taking this much time, he was honestly, I feel like the only people that it benefits me jump in there earlier are the other heavyweights. The way I'm training, I'm going to be a real problem this time next year. I'm comfortable enough to wait, and that's exactly what I'll do. He goes, yes, I got a feeling you guys will stick around. The sport should be bigger than ever by then. Always looking on the bright side. I see all that happening. So the opening odds so far right now for Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul. Says Paul is a slight favorite at minus one thirty. So by the time the fight comes, I bet you it's even money or mm -hmm. Woodley's a slight favorite. Vegas does these odds to to gain traction. Yeah. They want you to bet. I, I would imagine it's it's almost gonna be I mean, minus one ten and fighting's basically even. I would assume by the time the fight gets close to me, even money line. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. It's uh that's a that's a fight. That's a fight, dude. I know. <laughs> these fights are so exciting now. Yeah. It's, it's great. That's on Showtime, too. So speaking of Makikawa again, he said that the pay structure he's doing with Woodley for the Jake Paul fight, no matter what, just base pay, he'll get millions. Mm -hmm. And then he structured it to he, he, where he could make up to like eight figures. And it's all based off the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's, I'm so happy for Woodley. Yeah, he's going to get paid a crap ton. <clears throat> the way it's structured, we could hit eight, eight figures. They should hit eight figures. And Floyd Mayweather also said he wanted to train Tyron. And Tyron did say he's going to take him up on his offer. They're boys. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely talked about working before. Aaron Floyd so. are boys, yeah. yeah. So that's good news as well. Uh, Jim Lampley is actually joining Triller. 
play by play on June 19th. Interesting. He's a legit boxing head too. So I, I love Jim Lampley. Love him. He's my favorite, to be honest. I know he's not part of the showtime, but my favorite. I love Jim Lampley. Mm. Love him. Uh, I'm assuming he's doing the Teofimo fight. June 19th. So when's the Teofimo? That's Teofimo. Right, there you go. Teofimo food trucks out. His dad takes over. <laughs> You mentioned it so many times. Yeah, his dad takes over. His dad looks like a cool character, though. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Be exhaustive. That's your dad. But yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that. there it is. What's up? First telecast features Teofimo. Yeah. It's a real fight. That makes sense. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. For Triller, of all places. Yeah. I wonder how much longer they're going to be around. We'll see. I don't know. This I thought was very interesting. Max Holloway versus Yair, Yair Rodriguez. Your boy Max. July 17th. You know, Max that has that Nate Diaz, bro, Hawaiian style in him, man. He just wants to fight. Yeah. That's what he said when he was on Food Truck. He's like, dude, I, I don't give a fuck about belts, nothing. He's like, I'm going to sit around and wait for them to figure out the belt. He's like, I just want to fight, bro. He's like, I don't get why all these guys want to sit around and wait. He's like, they give me something, I'll fight, man. Make money. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Max, relax. <laughs> and this is a great fight, too. It'd be fun. Great fight. Max destroys him. I I believe destroys him. I agree. Yair's mental space worries me. Mm. Well, that sucks. All right. Another fight that looked cool. Carlos Condit and Max Griffin. That's UFC 264, which is uh, the Conor Poirier rematch trilogy. God, I'd love to do our first um, fight campaign for that. When is it? July? It's possible. Yeah, possible. Good. Something to think about. Yeah, for sure. Tough fight for your boy, Carlos Condit. Yeah, Griffin's great. Uh, another badass fight, Michelle Pajera. Oh, that's Nico a great Price. fight. Yeah, on the same card, too. It's going to be such a card. That's UFC 264? Yeah. Wow. I love that fight. What a good, great job, matchmakers, yeah. whoever did that. Perfect. That's a phenomenal fight. Two of my faves. Mm. Two characters, for sure. And we have this. So Paulo Costa was originally supposed to fight Jared Cannonier on August 21st, but then somehow he backed out. What's wrong with him? This is what he said right here on his Instagram. Or not Instagram. You've seen Twitter. you pay me as a main fighter to have fighting in main events. YouTubers are showing all discretion. All disgrace on this business. Ooh, I'm going to get to that. You've seen he's a pay me as main fighter to have fighting in main events. YouTubers are showing all disgrace on this business. Just be clear, I never signed or locked up the contract. Why UFC announced this fight if it didn't sign? My question, too. So that's what he's saying, that he, ne- he never actually signed the contract. He wants more money? It. Yeah. Hey, folks, what's up? <laughs> Don't need to say what's up. Uh, hello, folks. I'm here to clarify. I have working so hard to come and make great show for the fans. Sounds like fucking Triple G. Uh, I bring big drama show for fans next week. It's a great UFC name on similar position as me, number two top ranked. But they keep insisting on paying me even less than some unranked fighters. That's so unfair. And I'm a guy who people want to see fighting, all caps. Uh, I believe this is very bad for the sport and fans lost good fights, would suppose happened. I'll be training hard as always to make the vicious fight people love to watch. What were you going to say? So when he says a guy who people want to see fighting, this is the problem is the UFC doesn't. This is the big, big, big problem. The UFC doesn't need him. The, the 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 train keeps on trucking, man. Unfortunately, you know I I don't know what he's I don't know what his contract is. And this guy's comment, okay, but pulling out of the fight isn't the way to do it. Weird move. Well, if he never agreed to the fight, yeah. that wouldn't be pulling out. Please read his information, my man. Yeah, yeah. I, you know the the other problem is it, it's a double edged sword, right? Because. People are seeing what Logan and Jake are doing. A lot of UFC fighters, a lot of fighters in general are saying that same thing. 
like they're doing something we're doing something wrong or they're doing something right it's it, they're trying to figure it out but let's let's play devil's advocate if you're dana white it's your market value what how many pay-per-views do you sell and and even then look at john jones they still don't pay you what you're worth but at least you're paid more so for paulo costa his management should say we know every time paulo fights you make this much money every time he fights and you're paying us this this is less than five percent of what he's worth to you guys we got to figure this out you know so and there's trust me there's people out there. this is what i do when i ne negotiate deals there's people out there and get all your analytics and show what you bring to the table so for paulo costa like saying yeah i'm the guy people want to see me fighting show them you can get those numbers it's it, it, it comes down to market value watch your market value yeah building your brand outside doing things outside so people you you have this loyal fan base and we know by every time you fight you bring this many people to the table and that's that's pay-per-view that's why floyd mayweather made so much money we know his market value we know how much he brings logan paul you know all these guys mm -hmm. that's why they're making so much money and if you're not the guy who does that and I'm not saying Paulo's not. I don't know how it is because Brazil pay-per-view is different, right? They don't do pay-per-view out there. It's just on TV. But in America, I, I don't, again, I don't know how much of a demand he is, you know? So if you're not and you're doing this, it's going to be tough, dude. I hope they figure it out, though. But I do think, again, a guy like Jake who keeps talking shit to Dana about pay, this sheds light on a situation of a guy who's moving major, major pay-per-views and other fighters like, what the fuck, dude? He's right. I think people were like, I can't stand the guy, but he's right, man. Yeah, we should be paid way more. Yeah, the the discrepancy is kind of like almost too crazy. The well, difference. think about it. in every other sport, it's basically 50-50. Mm. I mean, you know, basketball's 50-50, baseball 50-50, football. UFC, I think, is 15%. 20 or 15, yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. All righty. Uh, you already mentioned this, but then the actual timeline they're looking at for Kamaru Usman versus Col Colby Covington 2 is around September. Definitely by the fall. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. All right. This is a weird one. And it's obviously the video is just fake as hell. But remember that guy we even talked about on Fighter and the Kid? The Tarzan. Yeah, we're going to have on Fighter and the Kid. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to bring animals. I'm like, what are, <laughs> what are we going to do with you then, dude? Yeah. Anyways, uh, apparently Vitor, Belf Vitor Belfort and him are going to do a boxing match. And then the video that promotes it is just, it's honestly kind of like. Is it fake? Yeah. See if I can find it here. I want to learn how to be a warrior, a champion. So here we are, boxing gym. All right, guys, here we are at the gym. I'm with my boy Tarzan. What was that, Vitor? Well, that's Vitor fake. Patrick? Man, that guy's a UFC legend. He's got like 17 or 18 knockouts. He looks mean, doesn't he? How bad is the cameraman? Whoa, Jesus! Whoa, hey! But listen, man, you this this jungle is my jungle. I'm domesticating animals over here. I know you deal with animals, man. Here's not the place you'd be. I mean, you're hot, man. I understand. I just want to come learn, man. Listen, man, please. I want to fight. Please get out of here. This is my gym. Come get on, out of here. man. Relax, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's just so, it's so bad. It's so bad. 
Yeah. And then this is what earlier wrote about it. Ariel. People trying to do anything they can to capitalize on the shit. Uh, yeah. There's a signed deal in place for Vitor versus the real Tarzan to take place on June 19th. Thriller. There you go. 12 ounce gloves, eight two minute rounds, pro bout, pen and Florida commission approval, likely tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to ride the wave. Yeah. But the video they could have done better, unless they're trying to make it look super cheesy. I don't think fake. so. <laughs> I, the camera guy, I'd be like, hey, dude, t- take, I know, it, down take it down a notch. He's like, whoa, is that Vitor Bevel Bay? He looks strong. Then he gets up there. He's like, well, hey, man, what's going on here? Hey, relax, dude. And he throws water on him. I know. I don't know if that's selling the fight. No, probably not. It makes it funny, though. Yeah, great content for us. Saw John Wayne Parr post this. It was, uh, so apparently someone wrote an article and that they said that Teddy Atlas said these things, right? So John Wayne writes, when I first seen the article, I was excited that Teddy Atlas Teddy Atlas knew my name. Then after I read it, I wasn't that excited anymore. And I'll show you the what he wrote. Can you read that? For example, two-time former super middleweight champion Anthony Mundane, mm-hmm. a little older than Mayweather at 46, has repeatedly been losing against lesser opposition for the last three years. Two years ago, Mundane got beaten by obscure fighter, obscure fighter John Wayne Parr. You can argue that Mayweather has deteriorated to where Mundane is now from years of soft living. Logan is likely a better fighter than John Parr. Oh, wow. That's why he can't rule out a win for Logan because Mayweather looks a lot older than 44. He's just had years of soft living with his huge half-billion fortune. And then John Wayne posts this. Is there another guy? Because <laughs> <laughs> right. he's a badass. Yeah, super badass. But it looks like uh, someone just wrote the article and they put his name in it, but he didn't say any of this stuff. Uh, this Teddy Atlas re- replying. Not a big fan of internet today. I was reminded why. I just told a writer... Writer wrote stories saying that you're not as good a fighter as Logan Paul. And I'm attached to the story. No idea who the writer is. Never spoke to him of, or of you, but I do know you're a 10-time world champion full of class. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and then he puts this. I saw your response, John McPartland, as it hurt angry as you had to feel you spoke as champ. But again, no idea who the writer is. Never spoke to him. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, another matchup. Second time they're fighting, but now it's in BKFC. Yeah. And Rachel Ostovich. Battle of the baddies. And That's look what, what I call it. Battle of the baddies. Paige wrote this. Come for the boobies, stay for the violence. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll watch that yeah. all day. July 23rd. All right, moving on. This is another cool thing. Gamebred, Jorge Masvidal, he started a uh, bare knuckle fighting organization as well. And the first two fights are Jason Knight versus Charles. Oh, Charles. Crazy Horse. Yeah, dude. Do we have to call him Felony Bandit? I like Crazy, I like Crazy Horse. Horse too. That's cool. June 18th. Tell you what's interesting, too, in Miami, Mazdal's all over the place. He's on all billboards and shit with some tequila or something. Oh. He's all over. Some mezcal or something it's like that. It's cool to see. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Yeah. All right. Um, just a couple of quick fight announcements. Anthony Smith and Ryan Spann. Ooh, great fight. Uh, Casey Kenny versus Song Yadong on August 7th, 265. Casey Kenny was the one that had uh, the Megan Anderson controversy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They lost his last fight, right? I think so. Or did they pull him off the card? I thought he lost. Yeah, he fought fought Dom. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, that's right. I should have known that. We Um, both should (laughs) have. There's too many fights, man. Shame. Shame. This is also interesting. It's sort of MMA related, but uh, Jimmy Smith, he's going to be a WWE play-by-play person. Good good for him, man. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Is he going to have MMA? I don't. Think He's so? taking that that WWE, and again, I'm not a WWE head in any facet, but that WWE NXT broadcast 
Mauro Nello was on there for a yeah. while and left. Yeah. So they, they've like switching through guys. So hopefully Jimmy Smith does it right. Yeah. He's been bouncing around everywhere. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. This is also great news. Chris Weidman is now walking. He looks happy as fuck. Not great walking, but after five weeks, it's Oh, let good. me see. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Walking like Lieutenant oh. Dan. Chris. No, he's good. His kids are like, Daddy. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm walking on my own. Big day, baby. Thanks for all the love, support, and support. Oh, love it. Love him. I mean, him. yeah, considering his leg completely broke oh, around. Terrible break. Yeah. That surgery. Here's another quick one. George St. Pierre, I guess he stopped eating processed foods for a while, and then he says he got this ripped from it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Why? What processed foods was he eating? <laughs> not like it. Only for a, a few weeks. He's too. always ate clean. Yeah, he's looking pretty yoked. Yeah, he's jacked. And after that, this is also fun. Kevin Holland ended up going to Daniel's, Daniel Cormier's place, gym, working on wrestling. Good and for then him, DC man. posted That's exactly this. what he needs. Yeah. DC post this. What yeah. DC say? My guy, how's it going out here? It's a piece of cake, man. I'm teaching these kids real wrestling. <laughs> I've never seen wrestling like this before. You ain't been taking it out yet all day, right? So these kids, I got like 22 points to none. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he's doing it right, man. It's For the best sure. place you can go. DC helping you out. Uh, so if Ariel leaves, what happens to Ariel and the bad guy and Ariel and DC? Cause, so because they're ESPN guys exactly and you have and the espn probably owns those that's the thing about working for those corporations they own the shows Mm -hmm. when he he kind of addressed it saying like it was great working with them i you know i'll always remember that so i kind of feel like it's done yeah i don't know though i mean until june 15th we'll see how it ends yeah i mean that's next week right yeah dude it is (laughs) shit (laughs) yeah i mean it's like only a few days yeah let's see what happens is that it dude you one more Diego Sanchez. This is Diego. I'm back. I guess this isn't that other guy writing, Fabio writing this. <laughs> to my fans, I have to be honest, I have nothing to do with Diego Sanchez. Only, only fans. fans. That was Joshua Fabian, Rebecca Hildago, his assistant. Damn, I can't believe he has an assistant. I know. Really? So please don't entertain the illusion. I'm sorry if some loyal fans thought they were talking to me in the DMs. Oh, good for him. So more of a separation, which is great. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Pretty much it. There is a... So you already talked a lot about this one, but there's also a Bellator card. 260. Douglas Lima fighting. Paul Daly, Aaron Pico. Ooh, my boy Pico's fighting. Yeah. This is a Friday card. Nick Newell. Ooh, Nick Newell back in the grind. Yeah. This is Friday? Yeah. You got the champ, Douglas Lima doing the goddamn thing. Paul Daly, Jason Jackson. That's a good fight. I have Jason Jackson win that fight. And Pico, of course, is going to win via body shots. Good card. Yeah. Sweet, man. That's Friday on Showtime? Yes, sir. Sweet, sweet. That's it? That is it. All right, kids. My ass is back on the road. And Thursday, back on a plane. I'm in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City Brickstown Comedy Club. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oklahoma City with the squad. And then I get a break. July 22nd through the 24th. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh Improv, come get your tickets right now at FATKZ.com. Also, subscribe to the new Thick Boy YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube or go to my Instagram. You'll see it available on there. New Thick Boy. We're posting anything Thick Boy. Stand-up, comedy, behind the scenes at Zoo Culture. Get my swole on. 
my boy Mark Harley and Chappelle Lacey behind the behind the scenes on the road during my entire comedy tour. Uh, behind the scenes of Logan Paul, Floyd, all sorts of fun stuff will be on there, right? Subscribe now to Thick Boy. That's it, man. Try my best. Three hours of sleep. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you around. I'm out.